Introduction In recent months, a new book has captured the attention of people around the world. In churches and book groups and countless blog posts, folks have been talking about love wins. Some are intrigued by it. Others are infuriated. Whether readers agree with some of it, most of it, or a little of it, nearly everyone has a strong opinion about the book. At the very least, it has prompted many Christians to think more deeply about what they believe. Love Wins is definitely a provocative book. The concept of love winning isn't a new insight, but author Rob Bell has a gift for helping us hear it afresh. And he's right as far as that message goes. Love does win. But of course, that depends on what you mean by the word love. And it depends on what you mean by wins. As arresting as that title phrase is, it simply doesn't go far enough. As we dig deeper into God's Word, we discover it is less important that love wins than that God wins. The purpose of this book is to explain that crucial difference. Lyrical Preaching The fact that so many people are talking about love wins is a great development. In one of the two great commandments of Jesus, he instructs us to love God with our minds. Sparked by this book, thousands of Christians are pondering anew many of the great teachings of the Christian faith. Some who previously thought theology dry and dull have discovered, along with novelist and Christian apologist and writer Dorothy Sayers, that the dogma is the drama. And maybe most important, we are rediscovering how crucial theology truly is for the life of the church. The pastor of a popular megachurch that attracts thousands of people each weekend, Rob Bell, is a dynamic and effective communicator. He asks pointed questions that prompt people to think. And he has an instinct for the questions people are already asking. When he starts talking about God's love or the power of the resurrection, few can match his dynamism. This is one reason Love Wins has taken off and quickly landed on the New York Times bestseller list. Love Wins gives readers reasons to re-examine the story of Jesus. It sets that story in its largest context, but without minimizing its individual dimension. Rob Bell says it's true that Jesus came to die on the cross so we can have a relationship with God. But for the first Christians, he says, the story was... First and foremost, bigger, grander, more massive. God has inaugurated a movement in Jesus' resurrection to renew, restore, and reconcile everything. Later, he adds, a gospel that leaves out its cosmic scope will always feel small. Indeed. In another passage, Love Winds waxes eloquent about the grace of God in ways the great champion of grace Martin Luther would have resonated with. The book says the good news begins with the sure and certain truth that we are loved, that in spite of whatever has gone horribly wrong deep in our hearts and has spread to every corner of the world, in spite of our sins, failures, rebellion, and hard hearts, in spite of what's been done to us or what we've done, God has made peace with us. Done. Complete. As Jesus said, it is finished. And the book ends with a plea no evangelical could argue with. 
May you experience this vast, expansive, infinite, indestructible love that has been yours all along. And may you know, deep in your bones, that love wins. These and many other such passages are true to the gospel, and beautiful in their execution. Certainly there is common theological ground to be found in this book, but it doesn't paint the entire picture of the gospel. Questions and Confusion The discussion in Love Wins is peppered with numerous questions, and not just any questions, but questions that get at the heart of some of the most theologically troubling issues in the Christian faith. Take just one that is raised at the very beginning of the book. Of all the billions of people who have ever lived, will only a select number make it to a better place? and every single other person suffer in...